We know you've been waiting anxiously to stalk your podcast idols, Dean Jernigan and Jason LaFoon. Well, now you'll have a bunch of opportunities. June 12th at 8 p.m. at the Civic Center in South Bend, Dean will join a friend of the show, Farai Guitara, along with Chris Rahe and Annika Summers for a night of comedy. July 5th at 7 p.m., Dean will be at Riddle's Comedy Club in Alsip, Illinois. He'll be joined by another friend of the show, Brian Collins. July 9th, Dean will headline two shows, one at 8 and one at 10.30 p.m. Central Time at the Market Lounge in Valparaiso. July 2nd, Jason LaFoon will be the headliner with shows at 8 and 10.30 Central Time, also at the Market Lounge in Valparaiso. Come out and see your heroes live and in person. You might not be disappointed. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line? We're, We're figuring this out. <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFoon. Light Me at Five. Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. And thanks for you, those of you who signed on Apple and rated us from last week. Both of you are awesome. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. I'm the world's oldest intern. And once again, we got Farag Ator with us today. Did that not fucking just go smooth, fellas? <laughs> smooth. Fucking you you, you, you need out. to know, you, Farag, you are here on the red letter day of every podcast. When I pointed at him, he started. <laughs> Without any hesitation. He, he, Both. Incredible. Both yeah. recordings it, today. it took That's a good three months before oh, yeah. Delia realized that right. a song wasn't about to play. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen, old habits die hard. <laughs> and I still kind of like hearing the song first, just so I like to work my way in. It's so much harder to just start when somebody points at you. I can't tell you how much I, the pride I have in your ability to adjust. <laughs> this is historic. Huh? Oh, it is. yeah. Nice. What's funny, though, is that. The show last uh, week, uh, he pointed, and I pointed, and it immediately broke down. So <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time it went. That's why I had to stop. I had to pull out. I had to be like, why not stop and yeah. just take a we're look at better. this? We're getting better. We're learning. We're getting better. We're, we're you know, we're all right. <laughs> I got to, uh, so lately, uh, Andy, uh, my girlfriend, has been... Um, I, both of us have. It, it was. It was. Uh, I don't remember where we were, and I picked up some like uh, syrup, like in a like in a glass bottle. You know, like the real like shit, real maple syrup. Yeah, like when you flip it over, and there's one ingredient, it just yeah. says maple not, syrup, not caramel color and high fructose corn yeah. syrup. Yeah, like it's and it, you know doesn't have like a log cabin on the cover or some shit. It's just a glass bottle. And it says maple syrup. Probably anyway, costs twenty three dollars. It's expensive. Yeah. Or it's like seven dollars, but it's like a shot of syrup. Yeah. It's like I just gotta get a little bit of just a little run it down, just wash that biscuit down with a bit of syrup. Anyway, so <laughs> so uh, so we, we went on this kick where we get in this syrup, and then we like we get like the absolute commercial shit for the kids because they've got longer to live, 
it like you said, it's expensive. It's hard. It's hard to feed three teenage boys and a mastiff and everybody else and this uh, and to get good syrup for while everybody. buying top shelf syrup. Yeah, so we get little syrups and uh, and uh, so we've been enjoying these different syrups and stuff. And I go, you know what? I used to have this guy work for me, who who partnered up with this Amish guy, and he made like like he was. Uh, Make a syrup like he was. Right. He had this whole operation going. He had to leave early at certain times of the year. Like he wouldn't. We couldn't schedule him much. It was syrup harvesting time. Oh, so that was a cover. I don't know. I don't know. He had buckets, <laughs> buckets. He was explaining the whole process. Like he was pretty in depth into it. And the did, did the process of syrup involve you know like drain cleaner and battery acid? Right. No shit. <laughs> I need. I need lots of Sudafed oh, for I my syrup. Can get, math. Can you get me some Sudafed? I'm making syrup this weekend. <laughs> I need. I need lots of Sudafed and like this big time syrup. Uh, there's a pancake harvest is going out crazy this year, man. And I need. Just saying, that would be the first thing that went through my head. That's the kind of person I am. Sorry. No, no, he had all his teeth. So okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. Good uh, start. Uh, someone recently, I can't remember when this happened, was telling me that uh, every time they're in Elkhart, they have a problem with like people asking them to buy Sudafed for them. <laughs> like, you know, I live there, no one's ever asked me to buy Sudafed for them. He's like, really? Hey, would you buy me some Sudafed? Like, I used up all my chits buying Sudafed. <laughs> maybe I don't look house. like the type of guy willing to break laws for meth heads. I don't, maybe it's do. just the vibe you're putting well, you out. Just, you just don't look like you have allergies. Maybe they just all think I... <laughs> <laughs> just look like an allergy-free guy. You look like you, you, you slide right through the pollen. <laughs> They all think I've already purchased my maximum allotment. That's exactly. Like, excuse me, sir. Ah, oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. So, so, uh, so I call this. So I message this guy up on Facebook, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what you got on the uh, syrup harvest this year?" And he was like, "Oh, hey, Dean, how you been?" I was like, "Hey, good, man. So you still doing the thing?" And he goes, "Well, that guy robbed me from the entire harvest." The Amish guy? Okay. The Amish guy. Okay, said. this is, you're not doing anything to make me stop thinking there's something other than syrup going on here. You have not given me any information that helps Dude, me leave you, that idea. I'll tell you, the Amish mafia is for real. <laughs> He's like that dude, when he went out to go, like, collect... Yeah. He's been partnered with him all year, and he's got to go get his bucket. <laughs> he says the, the farmer was out there with these two huge Amish dudes with him, and we're like, no, you were an apprentice, and you were learning. And he's like, learning? Dude, I've been like, I've been like 60 hour weeks in the window, like, drilling into these trees. And he's, he's like, like, yeah, and take the knowledge you learned and go grow your own fucking seed. <laughs> And that's what he told him, and he was like, "Hey!" And the other guy's cracking his knuckles, you know. And one of them's got his uh, his uh, axe over his shoulder. And they bully him off the. They took his syrup, man. You know that's the. I remember when that Amish mafia show was like. It's legit. It, it's not. <laughs> okay, what, it's not legit. That's not real. You, you want to know? It's on TV. Do you want to know how shows like like that bootlegger show where they're making? Uh, moonshine in the mountains appalachia they had a show about I don't remember that, that one maybe it was called moonshiners i thought it was bootleggers i can't remember uh, you know, he knows this stuff because he went through all the sudafed this but month. you been up for days you know how you know those shows aren't real is because they have a season two and you can't record and then broadcast all the illegal shit you do 
and then have a season two. Amen. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's all the laws we broke. Don't come looking for us. Here we go again. We're going to start shooting soon again. Here's the thing, though. You're talking about the show's called Bootleggers. It's very possible that the law down there does not know there's a TV show. Well, well, I do know that when the police walked up to the car that was wired for sound and camera to talk to the uh, you know, do guys doing the illegal shit, they had perfect sound on the cop already. Like you might have had a lapel mic, like a producer might have, you know. <laughs> like you might actually not even be a cop and just an actor. So you're saying that those shows aren't real? I, I, it's just a hunch I have at this point. <laughs> none, none of this changes the fact that my buddy got robbed for <laughs> by, the, by the Amish by mafia. this Amish dude and two thugs. I don't know if he was connected directly into the mafia. I don't know if he's like a stepping stone. I don't know if he's like his own little crime lord running all the trees in this area. I don't know how this shit works, man. <laughs> I know I couldn't get no syrup. You want a tree? There was you come a to me. There was a. I, I remember reading a story. You pay the don for trees around here, don a me. You have to pay it forward. I remember reading the story about rival Amish uh, sext. Maybe is that what they are? Are they sext? I sext. Yeah. sext. <laughs> I can't say that word. I'm saying sext. Sect. <laughs> sect. Sect. Okay. Sect. So apparently, a tribe. Uh, congregation, whatever, yeah, okay. whatever they yeah. are, yeah. Uh, but th- they're different. They're not like all Amish people, I guess, aren't all. No. There's different Amish yeah. types, and this. Well, you is... got different franchises of Christianity. Oh yeah, too. no, I, I mean, yeah, know, I get just... that. But but we're talking about King Levi's territory. The... See, <laughs> the one here. thing, the one thing about Amish people though is uh, they don't. They don't give a fuck if you're into it or not. They don't want you on their team, so they just exist. So, is that you? You don't really know too much about it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like they, they don't, we're just doing our own thing. We don't care about you. Right. So, um, I, I, I didn't realize there's there might be so many different uh, flavors of Amishness. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was reading this thing in Ohio where one uh, group of Amish people was using their girlfriends their amish girlfriends to lure men from a different uh group of amishness and then when they get them they would mug them and cut their beards off which is apparently like shit's going down like if you take an amish dude's dim's family feud and things right there that's that's hatfield and mccoy shit yeah it sounds like some real insulting stuff like and yeah (laughs) you took my son's beard (laughs) you took the beard well yeah these guys got charged with uh with like serious assault crimes well they should probably probably some horrible like they were whipped publicly or something in the Amish community. They don't have like regular laws, do they? I don't think they took they, his beard. They they are, that's, I, I used to I used to work with um with a uh, quite a few Amish people and uh it's that it is it's a very like I said they're not they it's closed community. It's very completely. yeah, it's very closed. Completely it's like closed. it's the one like um it's the one thing that I always See. liked about the religion of Judaism and Amish people is they don't proselytize to you. They don't. And they, the, the thing about it is, thing, but they're not know. hiding. They're perfectly no. open. Yeah, this is just who I am. I'm out in the open. Like, I don't care if you're with it. I don't I want shit it. all over my clothes. It's cool. 
But it was very like um, there was like uh, a couple of the younger Amish women women that worked there, um, and I know they have certain like the Rumspringa thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But we had a couple of the younger women. They would come into work dressed in the full Amish garb, but they drove cars. Right. And so, sometimes, if they were going somewhere after, they would change in the bathroom into like regular clothes. Right. Yeah, regular hooker clothes. <laughs> like, well, these were just now more like just you know, like it's regular like it's a different Rumspringer than like, I'm familiar with. Not every Amish person who goes on Rumspringer is a prostitute or a drug dealer. But it I was mean, just it, was, it just so and and just all the cool of, ones. All of them. All of them had cell phones. Yeah. Well, yeah. For now. Yeah. They they have a, a decision buddy. to make at the end. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not talking about the young ones. I'm talking about all of them. Oh. Every Ooh. single one of them. I had a buddy Ooh. when I was in high school, before anybody had cell phones, I had a buddy that worked his summers out at an Amish place. And uh it was just this big farm. And the guy would feed him breakfast and yeah. lunch and whatnot. Sure. But the kids would like bring out like lemonade and shit and then give him he would get he would smuggle in cassettes. You could still get cassettes and he would uh, smuggle in uh uh batteries for well, walking. I, I guess that's the thing is battery power devices are yeah. okay. Okay. But, well they were hiding it. They come out like it was a they were like, Can you get me thriller? <laughs> I need I need thriller. I need They'd be three, looking around like yeah. I need thriller and two double A's. Can you handle that? Two double A's. I got good. cash. I got some good I ran out early last time. Is is the place I was, it was really funny? The place I was working was an RV factory with um, all these Amish guys, and there's this one guy. We had just—it's a new unit. We had just built the first one. It was a uh, toy hauler. Had a like a little garage in the back that had a lift and everything. And everyone's sitting around like, "Man, what would you put in there if you had that?" And this Amish guy goes. I put a Harley in there, man. <laughs> I'm just like, what? You want a Harley? Like, can you get, why don't you go get a Harley? Can you even do that? I guarantee you could pay for it in cash, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, he did have, he was always talking about that. He he did buy a pontoon boat cash that yeah. he was working on. Dude, that's what most of us sit on these cash. I had this, we had this plan. Why well, had this plan that you're just confirming, I think, that it would work. Is it with the three teenage boys? I, we got an email the other day from the school saying like there was like five days left, and we both about shit ourselves like the five days. Like they, I haven't felt like they've gone to school this year anyway, with as much as they've been at home. So we were talking about like God, I wish summer camps were affordable because you can't find them anymore yeah. and they're horribly expensive. Yep. And she started looking them up, and they were like, for the as a set of three of them, we needed like fifteen grand, like at a minimum, to send them for like ten days. And I go, I got a better idea. I said, we tell them they're going to summer camp. They're going to pack up. We're going to drop them off some Amish farm somewhere, right? Ten days later, I come back to pick them up. They're tan. They're lean. They appreciate me. That armor, that the farmer owes me like 600 bucks in wages. <laughs> this is a plan, sir. Just drop them off in the middle of the woods with a copy of Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> You're you're like father of the year, man. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> you really are. Whatever. 
You, you want your kids there all the time? Are you kidding me? They're not designed for that. That's why we invented I, school. I grew mine people and were got shooting. them out of the house, man. They're gone. That's what I'm saying. I think people, like before school, you had to either work, you had to work them. You had to go send them out in the field or you just beat them to death. One of the two. <laughs> like that was your two options. You either beat them to death or you put them to work. And when, 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 and then they're like, hey, you can't work them like that. We're like, well, shit. Well, send them somewhere else because they stick around here. Somehow I feel like there might be some sort of option between working them Look, and dude, beating them It's a rough world. You know, I just feel like maybe there might be some middle ground you know in what? there you could Rusty, approach. clearly you've never had an entire crop of syrup stolen right out from underneath no, you. I never that, that hardened never you have. over the years. Never Nothing's have. occurred in Rusty's soft little world <laughs> that's hardened him. Like having his syrup stolen. You are right. You are right. I... I have no right to speak. So Jason and I, Jason and I have been. T- we're talking about. Uh, we were at a show. This was. This is. This is harking back to like six or seven uh, uh, podcasts ago. We were at a show, and Jason was sitting on a table in the corner. Uh, oh yeah, kicking his yeah. legs like a little kid. He he makes it seem like I was sitting on this table. Like I was leaning. I was. I was James Deaning it on this. Table. I recall him. Dwarfing it, you remember the old dwarfing? Oh yeah, with yeah. the guy with the short Tim legs, Conway. yeah, like yeah. where his legs weren't even touching the ground. He was just swinging them back and forth like a child. That's how I recall it. I'm six one. <laughs> okay, it's not tall, many, it's not many places table. I'm going to see sit where my legs are dangling. <laughs> <It's a tall laughs> anyway. He's making it seem like I was sitting on a church altar, <laughs> <laughs> like a small child. Well, my point is, it was so he was he was leaning on this table, and uh, I went to go lean up on it, and it and, and we thought we had broke it. Turns out we didn't. Uh, there's just there's no wheels on the one side, so it went smack really loud, and, and then Jason jumped away with the agility of a panther and landed like ninety feet away with his back to the crowd, looking at me like, "What the fuck, Dean?" <laughs> I wasn't sure for him. It happened so fast. I thought it was like a catapult reaction. Like I had shot him all the way over there. But it was just Jason being slick, you know, dodging the pollen like he does. I just say I was was sitting there by myself and nothing happened. And then when you came up, a loud noise. (laughs) This is all true. Not my fault. So I'm at the, this is like weeks later. I'm at the, uh, I'm at the, the Eagles early. Yeah. And and they're setting up, and then uh, they go, oh, we got to move that, we got to move that altar is what they called it, and I go, what's a what? What do you mean altar? He goes, and then Jeff for the Eagles is like, oh, this thing's been around here since the founding. All our ceremonies are held on this, and they wheel this thing around, and it's that goddamn table that we were sitting on in the corner. I was James Deaning on it. <laughs> on a sacred altar for the Eagles. I've <laughs> been around, and they're like wheeling. Like, they're like, hey, you got to be easy with it because this is really unsteady. And, it's, and they're wheeling it, and it's just it's missing the one wheel. And I'm like, I don't know, man. That's a lot sturdier than it looks. <laughs> Dean's like, oh, that's solid oak. Yeah, you, oh. <laughs> you can just push it. It's fine, I swear. So... Yeah, that was a uh, that was, that was like a, that was like an important uh, ancient <laughs> sacred table. <laughs> All that means is weird white dudes did some shit on that yeah. table once. Yeah, totally. With that, with some sort of red velvety something <laughs> laid down and probably a candle burning. 
Probably that's true. a small child. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Sherlock that's a Holmes. theme. Yeah, I've seen Sherlock Holmes. I know how this goes down. Uh, I took a uh, I took a selfie on my phone the other day, and uh, now I've I bought this phone I don't know five or six months ago now. I've taken a yeah. hundred pictures with it, and I took a selfie the other day, and a little, a little blue message popped up as soon as I did, and it said. The phone will take a better picture if you clean the lens. And the lens wasn't dirty. <laughs> Your phone says that? It, I had never seen it say that before. I took a selfie, and then it was like, this would take a much better picture if you wiped that screen off. And I'm like, there's nothing on the screen. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never, I've never seen it. It never messaged it before. Like, like. Mine does that. No. I've seen that before. Yeah. A message that pops yeah, up? Yeah, pops oh. up and says it'd be a better picture if you clean well, the Well, you're screen. a filthy individual, so that's probably <laughs> that's probably legit on and your see, own. I don't know how you only have 100 pictures. I, I, whatever. I, no, I, just, I, I use mine for work, and I got three. I, I clean it off. I don't keep stuff. I oh, put it I have an oh, iPhone. It thinks the smudge on your lens is part of your artistic well, interpretation yeah. of there photography. You it just Apple lets you go. Like, it'll Apple's halo the light around it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we we made an app you can fix this with. <laughs> you got to pay for it, though. Well, you don't have the right dongle, though. <laughs> That's like $45. Yeah. yeah. And well, to get the like the 10-foot one that you like. I buy off-brand. <laughs> I go through them quite a bit. The Apple Gestapo. <laughs> got to love them. What, are you an Apple? Are you an Apple or a Samsung? Samsung. I thought so, because you're a really smart person. <sighs> Samsung. Yeah, Samsung. there you go, yep. Samsung. Oh, you're the only Apple. Outnumbered. Yeah. That's what I said. This is why uh, the guy didn't approach him it's for because Matt. Because I'm better than all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rusty, you wipe your phone uh, at the end of every day. Yeah, I would say I'm probably the only one oh. here too with a, with a broken <laughs> no, phone. No, I'm being judged for wiping. No, my phone. I mean, don't you want to memorialize that burrito you had last week? <sighs> It's not that I'm memorializing wait, it all wait, the time. Wait, wait, wait. Rusty over here living like John Gotti. <laughs> what? What are you wiping yeah. off the screen? I have a job that entitles, or not entitled. It, it, it makes me use my phone for work. I have a camera, yeah. but I don't always have it oh, with yeah, me. Yeah, me too. But right next to that so, picture at work is me cutting up lines at the back of that stall. <laughs> See, I don't take pictures of me. I just kind of figure cameras don't like that. So, well, I used uh, to think they liked me, but now I'm questioning. I kind of feel like that's abuse to the camera is making it take a picture of me. So I, I just don't do it. It's but abuse I, to the camera. It's abuse well, to can, people having to see it. I can tell you I have two, four, six, ten, fifteen pictures on my camera, and I use it for work. So how do you have a hundred? No, I've got more than that. They go... <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't I erase have, them all. I hey. have one thousand two hundred thirty-eight. Any personal pictures I have I go straight know, to Facebook. I don't even know if it'll tell me. He's got Apple, so it gives him all this information. It probably costs more. <laughs> 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 you all this information, the t- 
total numbers of pictures. Well, on you probably phone. have to pay for an app for that. Oh, no. I just did get this notice, though, that my iCloud storage is almost full. Oh, yeah. Does yours tell you how many pictures you got? No. Mine doesn't tell me either. Goddamn Samsung. Oh, <laughs> Leaving shit. me in the dark. Damn. I don't even know how many pictures I have. It's almost like they make a product that'll tell you what's on there. You'd think it would. It was they, just... No, they do. It's called an Apple iPhone. Yeah, but that comes with a cracked screen, doesn't it? Or is it just everyone I've ever seen. You know what's funny about my cracked screen is I have Apple Care. I've gone to the Apple Store to buy other shit since my phone's been broken, and I still haven't had them fix the screen for some reason. No. It's because the quality is so good, the break doesn't even matter. That's because Jason's like, let it breathe. It'll uh, <laughs> it'll just seal up on its own. Yeah. Just let that shit breathe. <sighs> I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, well, I fuck, I forgot what I was even talking about. <laughs> I looked down, I saw, uh, I saw all titties on the tippy on my paper. and Titties on the tippy? Yeah, I'll tell this quick story. This was funny. Uh, if you've ever never worked with technicians, like I've done several jobs where uh, right, I'm man. the guy at the desk, you know. You got to write down what's wrong with the car. Yeah, right now. And then I deal with the mechanics. And then the mechanics don't like people or their job. So <laughs> yeah, you're right there. <laughs> so then I go out there, and so this lady pulls up right as we were going to close, and uh, very gifted lady, very very talented, intelligent lady. Uh, <laughs> she has huge breasts. Comes storming in, and she's having some issue with her car, and she was wanting. And as soon as she pulled in the parking lot, my texts were sitting there going, "Wow, keep going, lady. We're about to fucking close. They're all, they're all, they're all on the." In the in the office, and then she comes in, and then she's like, "Hey, are you guys still open?" And I go, "What can I help you with?" We're like ten minutes, like we're open ten more minutes, and uh, I'm having this issue with the uh, my car, and God, we're, we're gonna be late. We're going to titties on the tippy, and we're like, "What, what the, the fuck is titties <laughs> on the tippy?" And she's like, and, I, and uh, she's like, uh, uh, "Well, it's a bunch of us get together and we we float topless down the Tippy Canoe River." And then, the, and like, and uh, okay, I've, I've I've heard of this. Have you? Oh yeah. Now, now do, he's I, interested. No, I do. I do a lot of floating. I, did you ever work I on cars as an avid floater? I was an avid floater. You know, you know. As a, I don't know what you guys know about the local floating scene. Uh, as an avid floater, I have heard of titties on tippy. I have. It is legitimate. He, he perked up. We used in to his call seat. it boobies on the bayou. I didn't realize they changed the name. Breasts is on the boat is what, what we called it in the south, but uh, <laughs> so they have parties like that on the tip. So, so my text at this time, like I, I skip some. They go out and they're kind of messing around. They can tell immediately what's wrong with it, and it's going to take some time. And then the lady says, "Well, I was trying to get the titties on the tippy," and they're like, "Well, what's that?" And they're like, "Well, a bunch of us get together and we go floating down the tippy, and it's, we do it as a secret location. But if you guys can get me there, I'll tell you where we're at." And the text, I look up, they had Blue already pulled the go. car in. Blue team, go! Get the jacks out now! I'm going to need a 10 millimeter with an extension. Let's move! I need three eights, three eights. No, it's 10 metric. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Turned into a NASCAR oh, picture. Wow, wow! Got two guys running tires over. Oh, yeah. They're like, well, we're going to bring water to you guys on the lake. Don't worry. We're going to bring Gatorade. 
Just goes to show anything anything can get accomplished if you just have a group of horny dudes do it. Oh yeah, dangle a woman carrot in front of them. But let's get back to Rusty's total awakening when I mentioned titties on the (laughs) tippy. You said floating on the tippy. I've done that a hundred times. Oh, I'm into the floating scene. Here I am. What? Uh, You may have heard of the uh, kayak incident of '72. is Is this judgment of me day? What the heck? I like to get in a kayak and hey, go man, down the river. No one blames you. My old lady's trying to get me to get a kayak. Well, then tell her it's okay. Tell her you'll do it. Do it. You'll like it. Oh, It'll be I, fun. I seem to get in on that titties on a tippy action. I mean, what other stuff's going on in these rivers that we don't know about? You know what I'm saying? All right. You need to get a kayak. You need to go on the huge float. It happens July 4th. About two, 300 people get together, and they start, and they just float down the river, and then you stop at a bar, you have a little party, and you go home. Really? There's a bar right on the tippy down by. Uh, uh, I was I was wondered this Fulton, because I see people floating down the river, uh, by where I live, and I know where like they go to like launch their kayaks right. in. Yeah, well, you, you just gotta walk your kayak all the way back to your truck when you're done. No, what you do is you get a couple of guys that have the trucks, and they go out to where you're going to stop. So you need more friends. Well, you just need one other friend that has a car. You go together, and the truck goes <laughs> And then that dude's the just like, I'm going to hang out with the car while you guys have no. fun. You come with the car. He drops his truck off. You pick him up. You go back to where oh, you're okay, starting. Okay. And then you yeah. take the truck and go back and pick up. You park up them like five okay. miles okay. apart. Okay. And then you Wherever you stop and you drink. stop. So like all the trucks stop at the bar. It's down in Fulton. You get out. I forget what the name of the place is. By that time, you don't know where you are anyway. Fulton's uh, Titty Palace. Well, it's, uh, yeah. It, no, it wasn't that. It's just a place. <laughs> you stop. You have a little party. It's cool. It's, cool. Listen, it's fun. It really is a fun you, way to spend an afternoon. And you take koozies. You take a lot of stuff. <laughs> you take a lot of things. Yeah, uh, my, I, you know, so, there's yeah. there's not a whole lot of uh, oversight of what's happening. No, and you can you can kind of just get drunk and let and, your and let yeah. your, uh, your your float just crash you along. And you yeah, just keep moving. That's what you do. It's exactly what yeah. you do. There you it's go. Fun time. And then once in a while, you're running into a shitload of women. With no tops on, doing the same thing. Never had that experience, but yeah. Well, it's secret, Rusty. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's secret. I knew the formula that year. All right. I was the key holder. Yes, you were. (laughs) Thanks for joining us at Light Me at 5. You can reach us at pod at gmail. That's That was good. pod at gmail. If you need to reach Jason LaFoon, you can reach him at L M F I V E pod at Gmail. If you need to reach Dean, you can reach me at Dean Jernigan Comedy. That's Dean J E R N I G A N Comedy. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Check out Farai's shit. Farai, how can they find you? You can find me on Facebook under Farai Gutora and on Instagram at Fari the First. That's F A R I E T H E F I R S T. All right. Keep those beers cold, those kayaks ready, and those tippies fucking titties free. Tippies. 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 Tippies free. All right. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Flashback. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Flashback. Time for the sage. The sage of Marshall County. Testing, testing, testing.
Check, check. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready if you're ready. Check. You forgot it. <laughs> sibilance. Sibilance. <laughs> the Lincoln Log. Lincoln lecture <laughs> at the Log House. <laughs> la, la. You doing your vocal exercises? Too? Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm, right. I'm a very dedicated professional. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I got to tell you, I've been... Uh, I've been in a in a new guerrilla war. Guerrilla war in my backyard again. Oh, don't tell me you got gorillas back there now. No, I don't think so. All right, well, there might be. I think Raj may have hired them as muscle. It's ticks. Oh, it's, what? Ticks. Oh, I hate those. They're everywhere now, aren't they? Oh. They're literally everywhere. I I was I was reading reading up on them. Like, how do they get on you? Yeah. I happen to pluck one off my finger on the way in today. Don't get near crawling. me. It was crawling towards me. I know. It's like a time bomb, right? When you see that baby tick oh, yeah. crawling across. Right? I don't know if it's so much baby as so much just not inflated. Right. right? Yeah. So you see that not inflated tick crawling. It's like a, t- a ticking time bomb. You got to oh, get yeah. it off you. Yeah. But you got to do it carefully because yeah. you can't afford to lose it. No. In the carpet. No. Of your car or the anywhere, anywhere, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to get him. It's like a, it's like a, it's like all right, all right. I'm driving very carefully. I'm gonna reach over. I'm gonna apply even pressure so he can't move. You know, and and, and then how long before he just starts burrowing right there? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a scientific anyway. So I so I go to look on how they get on you. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought they dropped out of the trees. That's what I thought. Yeah, they don't. They don't. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I have a feeling you're going to tell me how how they do. Well, and then I thought they jumped, and then there was a couple of nights there where I had, just, it was I was living in a horrifying nightmare world where ticks could jump like fleas. <laughs> like there'd be no defense, right? We'd all be covered in them. They would. They would rule the world. Oh. They'd rule my backyard. Yeah. I would oh, never I'd, go out I'd again. I'd never go out again. Yeah. It's hard to get me to go out anyway. Exactly. I'd have chickens by the dozens. They eat, they eat them. Chickens eat them? Yeah, so do possums. See, I, don't, I haven't seen any possums around my house. Oh, I'd have to round them up. Yeah. Something. So, But they don't jump. Okay. That's the key. Okay. I was terrified for no reason. Okay. Well, a partial reason. They 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 go and they stand on real tall blades of grass, and they hook them with their back legs, and then they stretch all the other legs out, and just kind of dangle there until you come on by, and then they hit a ride. No. I'm I'm not gonna be going out in my yard at all. Not at all this summer. Not once. Yeah. Not once. And they're everywhere. I was really hoping the freeze would have gotten them. It's supposed to freeze again. Let's hope so. It's supposed to freeze again this weekend. Yeah. It? Yeah. It is, actually. Yeah. So, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, though. Yeah, I, I have noticed there's a... Send them right back to the frozen hell they came from. <laughs> Almost everybody I know has had a tick on them sometime this year. Ah, uh, yeah. The dogs. Dogs, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh boy. Yeah. But uh, I've had dog injuries this year, one after another. 
Dog injuries. Injuries. <laughs> dog dog nine one one. Dog injuries. Yes. Okay. But I've always got a backup plan for the dog, so it's okay. As in, you can go to the 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 humane society and get a new one, or or I can eat them. <laughs> That's the backup plan. That's what I always tell I my forgot, dog. I forgot she's, about that. Yeah. When she's misbehaving, yeah. I always yeah. tell her that she's here because she's keeping the meat fresh. Yeah. So she hurt her. She hurt her. Her front would be knee. Okay. Right front, right knee. Yeah. I thought she hurt her left front paw digging, <laughs> and I thought karma, because <laughs> she tears up <laughs> some backyard. Let me tell you. And she does it occasionally. She'll break a nail off, and she did break one off real short. Yeah, but no, she'd hurt. She'd hurt her right knee chasing a tennis ball. Probably, <laughs> probably stepped in one of the holes that she dug in the backyard doing it. <laughs> so you you actually have a dog that has a tennis injury? Yes, tennis knee. <laughs> so she <laughs> so she laid in a cage all day. Like she was just absolutely just done, like like cancer. She was the last stage of cancer, and then she would just lay there, and then she would she would like my son throws in a piece of bread at her, and she and he, and he missed, and it hits like her stomach area, and then bounces and sits for a second. And she looks over at it and starts to lean her head that way and decides to, and just starts to whine, you know, and. uh Oh, such a child, this dog. And uh, so we've had to, um, we've had to, uh, we had to give her little doggy aspirins. Yeah. Doggy aspirins. Doggy aspirins. Where do you get doggy aspirins? From the doggy doctors. <laughs> oh, okay. So he, he gave her doggy no, these aspirins. Are, these are from before. Oh, okay. Who All right. Doggy aspirin. Doggy aspirin. Yeah. So then this morning, I put her outside. So she gets up finally. She hadn't eaten. She hadn't hardly eaten anything. She hadn't hardly drank. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, so she, and I know it hurts, but she didn't torn anything. You know, I could tell she she still put something. She yeah. just she yeah. sprained it or whatever. So this morning, she's up by my door when I get up. And I'm like, all right, you want to go outside? And she's like, yeah. So she's kind of <laughs> hobbling on the three legs. Though. She's just barely, just barely. But she's up and around. So I put her outside. And... um I come out later <laughs> to check out something I got, uh, a new book. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, I hear her over there whining. So I walk over there, and I'm like, what do you want, girl? And she stands up on three legs, and she's shaking like, like it's the end of the world. Uh, she's shaking. She's got the one Paul raised way up in the air, you know? And she's yeah. like, hey, uh, the ball's over here. You got that ball? Will you throw that ball? You want to throw the ball? Huh? Huh? You want to throw that ball? And she just starts like bobbing her head and wagging her tail, staring at the ball. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you need to sit back down. Get in your lane. <laughs> so, doggy aspirin, you get into a few of those. She starks <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> there might be something a little more. No, this was, this was just this morning, you know, oh, okay. she felt a little bit better. Yeah. But she was still, like, she got up to her, and she's like, ah, you want to throw that ball? You want to give it a time? <laughs> she's a lab. I mean, she's a lab. But she just yeah. can't help it. I, and meanwhile, I bought the Mastiff a little basketball and see if I can get him to chase it. He'll, like, chase it, like, four steps, and then he wanders over somewhere and poops. 
a, a basketball. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> you bought your dog a basketball to it, chase. Yeah, so he, <laughs> okay. So, well, he kept eating the tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a large dog. <laughs> no, it's a it's a mini basketball. You know. Oh, so it's like it's like the size you let like seventh and eighth graders play with, right? Not the full regulation <laughs> size, just the smaller <laughs> size, right? Is that what you're talking about here? He's uh, a good boy. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be scared to death. You know, we got we got a big time, big oh, time. Oh, that's right, big time that's with right. us this morning. Right. You may remember him as Batman. Yeah. From the roast of Batman, uh, he uh, he went on to do some several TV and uh, movie cameos and appearances. He's coming on to talk about his new show he's involved with, too. We got John Kingsley Edwards. You know, just to let you guys, it was really exhausting to clear my schedule here for you guys. I figured, you know, you've been running the... Uh, You've been running the uh, JKE community since uh, since the whole start of this thing, and I, uh, Russ yeah. is not aware of this. I've no, been, I'm I, not. I participated in what was the first? What was the very first one you did? The very first little little bracket was the cereal bracket. The cereal bracket. It was a it was like a March Madness bracket on cereal. Yeah. Once, the, once they canceled March Madness, I felt that I had too many empty brackets to fill, so I just decided to start picking categories. Cereal was the first one. We went for 32 cereals, and I think uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch won that one. Yeah, that was my that was my pick for number one. I might say. Well, they were a number one seed, so. Well, I was showing my yeah, age. They were I could... they're number one all the way. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were a number one seed. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Sure <laughs> thought a French guy would be number one all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a. I was. I was surprised at the heated opinions. That went along it, with that bracket. It got ugly so fast. Like, I mean, I've never seen so many haters for Raisin Bran. I thought that was like the <laughs> 90s classic. <laughs> and then, like, someone would get eliminated, and there were some very passionate fans on there who just were, like, uh, uh, burning their brackets. Well, only, the only one or two that voted for it, of course, you got Joe Tate, who's not even voting properly. So that was always fun. <laughs> I can't say that was me in the first, like, the first couple of brackets. Oh yeah, no. You just you didn't, clearly didn't read anything I kept saying. You, <laughs> I kept copying myself on multiple things. I, I even copied and pasted. That's how common it got for you. And you just kept going. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let this guy go. <laughs> you were supposed to vote by hitting the the button. Like rather, like so, like a heart react would have been vote for this. Uh, the thumb react would have yeah, been vote for okay, that. Yeah. And instead, I kept yeah. commenting. <laughs> Cinnamon toast crunch. He just kept saying the cereal. He just kept saying, "I could, all right, dude, put it. You got to put that up there for the vote to count." <laughs> nope. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never actually been the one in power and already defied in the first bracket, but he overthrew my entire authority in four emojis. <laughs> yeah, it was very complicated. Wow, it's very complicated, but it was successful. It was very successful. Yeah, it, was, it was. It was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So what have you been up to since uh, as, as some of the fans around here may know you as Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne, yeah. Of course, yeah. That, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He likes to show up every now and then. 
you know, I'm I'm glad you're using your real voice today because you know you kind of scared me when you were in the studio. Uh, it was frightening. Yeah, I know. It was. It was I, I I had to stare into your soul to get it out. You know, it, it, it's 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 not just something you can bring up. You have to steal someone's soul yeah. and throw it back at them. Well, I felt it's like you did. I, I honestly felt like it's you definitely did. it's from it's from yeah. all the Thai food. Yeah. <laughs> the Thai the Thai food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading a paper yeah, about it. I mean, don't worry about it. I haven't really made an appearance as a bat lately, you know, for obvious reasons. So what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh, well, literally, um, let's see. We Ever since that, the whole Batman deal, of course, um, did a couple of things. But recently, I haven't really been doing anything, of course, because everything got shut down. Um, right. For a while there, you uh, took over Chicago. I mean, we, we recorded. You started teaching classes, I believe, and we had, a, uh, <laughs> we had an undercover <laughs> agent. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had I had my master class with Steve Martin. I had to take over his course for him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, appa- apparently he got some low reviews, so they brought him in to you know up it up a little bit, a little modernizing, if you will. I had to dye my hair gray for that. That's yeah, weird. yeah. Well, women like it. The distinguished. You look like you know what you're doing yeah. and where you're going, and you're See, going at a nice slow pace. It is so confusing to have gray hair with a baby face because they have no idea which direction I'm going with this. Like, do I have a Benjamin Button problem here, or am I actually 60 with Botox? Like, what's going on? So it's 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 misleading at all times. So that didn't really last that long. So you made you made a, you made a couple of appearances on some uh, on some local Chicago favorites, and yeah, uh, has any of your scenes made it to the as actual air yet? Have they all been sliced at the cutting room floor? Well, to answer that in multiple tiers here, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but by no means it sounds like I'm doing some cool stuff. But I, I haven't really made it on the camera yet. Uh, the scenes that I've been in, yes, they've all been there. I've seen those scenes. I've seen myself as a blur once or twice. That was pretty cool. I'm a very good-looking blur, which is great. My mother told me. So it it honestly, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of the scenes, like I, I was just on the. Uh, Chicago PD season finale there. Um, how that ended, I ended up being uh, one of the cousins of the cops there. So that was a pretty fun little little deal there. Got a picture souvenir for it. That's the only thing I can claim for it. <laughs> uh, um, but everything else, yeah. I mean, I, I'm generally just the. Uh, I'm, I've, I've always found myself right off camera, which is you know this, this little hidden curse that I got for the past four months or so. But it's definitely fun still doing all that stuff. Let me, uh, I got to say, maybe is it possible that your mere presence is overshadowing the star in those scenes? So well, they got to cut it. Through. I mean, I can tell you, they aren't too happy that I keep wearing the Batman mask on. Set, so, <laughs> I, I mean, you can't just, you can't, you can't pan away from a, from a, from a cop who just got shot. So just, you know, Batman over there, like, oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Why did he stop it? That's what we need, though. We need Batman injected into period pieces that he doesn't fit in at all. It would be like, uh, you know, it would be like uh, 1860s, the Irish are getting off the boat in America, and then, bam, yeah. there's Batman. Yeah. Go. Uh, a new beginning. Here we go. <laughs> you know, like or or in Titanic, it just floats by in the background. There's room for two on the door. You know, like... He appears in Spartacus. I saw a path around right over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a path. Oh, 
Oh God! I was coming out here for some sweet waves. Where you? You guys just can't still let you fly. Oh, <laughs> oh man! You 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 might just might just not to be the buzzkill here, but you you might run into some trademark problems with with that. Do you think? Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, they, Warner Bros. said to go with a vampire. So that was fun for the new Batman. So I mean, I'm, I kind of I, I can't can't just walk around anymore. They sent they sent a cease and desist for me walking around in public with it now. Yeah. So yeah, which which conveniently was the complete opposite of the mask I'm supposed to be wearing during this whole COVID thing. So I got yelled at in Martin's for that one. <laughs> so. Well, I got to tell you the uh, it's it's rough being a hero. Maybe not the hero you know, we you know, need. Can't get no respect. <laughs> but yeah, recently now you're working. You were you guys were getting ready to take off on a new show out of Chicago called The Box. Yeah, it's a so it's a talk show um, that we got we got set up here. Um, gentleman by the name of Keith Smith is the host of The Box Chicago, um, and it's a he, he's basically it's a more of a modern. Um, Modern talk show focused on the actual points of, you know, people, you know, things that we can talk about to our friends, but we don't do, you know, on in public because we're afraid to say stuff like that. Of course, they're the more serious side of the show. The reason why they brought me in is going to be the, the infield reporter of uh, the comedy side, of course, if you will. Uh, basically, they're, the whole segment, they're going to have different topics to talk about anything from relationships to... Uh, experiences with family, you know, stuff like that, anything we go in-depth about. But I'm going to be the first, I would say, 10 minutes of the show. I'm going to be out of the streets in Chicago, in the streets. But we're going to be talking about the same exact topics that the panel is going to be talking about. But I'm going to, of course, have a little bit more fun with it. So Let me throw out, let me throw out a topic for you right now. Yeah. The real right. way ticks get on you. <laughs> We've just recently oh, discovered wait. this. The real way chicks get on me. <laughs> there was something lost in translation there. Lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I heard. I heard. I heard the way the chicks get on me. Well, they just ask politely, I guess. <laughs> oh man! It, 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 just just so you know, he said ticks. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, it's horrifying. Again. It's horrifying. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're in Chicago too. Yeah, I promise you. Of course, they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, we uh, we were we were filming right before St. Patrick's Day, and then you know the whole world decided to shoot uh, shut down. So we uh, can't really do anything at the moment. But the whole uh, setup right now is that we're just going to get our episodes together, about three episodes together, present them to the networks, and get that going. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, it was so rough. They were. You guys are getting ready to film the pilot, were you? Well, yeah, we uh, we were in the middle of we just got done with all the, the pre uh, promo shots and everything like that. We're about to start filming the actual pilot for it to, to present. Like you know, I would say CW would probably be the target, but don't go for me. I have no idea what what the next move is for networks and stuff. Uh, Keith would know that one, but um, of course, yeah, we were right before it shut down, and now we just got to sit here and wait until uh, uh, what's called Cinespace opens up so that we can start filming again. In the in the meantime, he's been putting together March Madness brackets. Yeah, to keep, the, uh, keep, uh, keep the people happy, entertained. 
the plebes to keep you the know, wheels just, grinding. Gotta keep the, focus, gotta keep the focus on me is what it's really about. <laughs> <laughs> because this, this, this quarantine has forgotten that I'm here, and I gotta let you guys know that I'm still here. Yeah, I didn't think the John Kingsley Edwards selfie hour went so well. So this is a no, new, no this a new track. There. No one was there. I didn't even show up. It was complete anarchy over here. <laughs> well, let's hope. So how how can they if they like if the where are you guys? Are, is there something that they can see now? Is there something on Instagram? Is there something on Facebook that they can yeah, watch? Well, what we're uh, what we started to do. Uh, we don't have any videos yet of anything we can pitch out there. We got you know, just a couple of random pictures up. Um, but what we're doing recently, this last week, we just did Instagram Live videos where we uh, kind of, inter- well, Keith, the host of the show, interacted with uh, myself, Jada Powell, Johnny Wright, and uh, Mello Wilmore. Um, the truth. Mello of the truth. Forget about that. i got to throw that in there every time I get yelled at. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we're just doing Instagram Live videos, just having fun with each other. Next week, we're going to be doing some more uh, Instagram Live videos, just interviewing other little moguls around Chicago trying to up and come. Uh, we're going to keep trying to grind through that and just keep posting live videos as we go so we can get a little taste of it. And uh, once we get going, we're going to get full traction here. How can they find you on Instagram? Uh, so the the site would be at the, T-H-E-E, Box Shy. That's C-H-I. And that's at the Box Shy. That's on Instagram. And, of course, you can find me right in there. I'm, I'm right there with uh, I'm the John Kingsley, as, you, as you'll see it. Um, and of course, Facebook. Of course, it's just the Box Chicago. You'll see some some of the fun posts we're doing. Okay, one more. I got Batman at the Coliseum, but a spectator accidentally in the Emperor's seats. What are you doing in my seat? <laughs> my ticket clearly says that's, that's, that is clearly my chair. I'm the Emperor here. Look at my cow. It's a crown. I am a background. <laughs> get out of my seat. If you don't get out of my... Oh, the Emperor's coming. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> I'm telling you, this would work. If there were still a Coliseum, it probably would work. This would work. Yeah, it would work. You just gotta call Alfred. You know, Alfred, you know, it's me. We need, we need to get our we'll, people we'll on these... Uh, <laughs> we need to get our people on these copyright things. You know, it, we only got some time. Get it out there during quarantine. No one's going to be doing anything. You got to go September till the government comes in and gets you. So we got time. There go you go. Toss everything out there. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks for joining us. This is John Kingsley Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Thank John. Thank you very much, Absolutely. Have fun, guys. Hey, thanks. Light me at five. <laughs> Light me at five. Light me at five.